Prepare yourself for the next chapter of Deliberately Dexter. This ongoing retrospective of the chaotic storm, better known as Dexter Morgan, is now available on iTunes. Your dark passengers for this podcasting journey would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter at DeliberatelyDex. Or you can find us at Facebook.com slash DeliberatelyDexter. You can always send us an email at DeliberatelyDexter at gmail.com. We are now entering Chapter 3 of Deliberately Dexter, and we are your podcasting dark passengers. I'm Josh. I'm Monique. And welcome. Hey, welcome back. Third episode, and I've already ran screaming away from an online group. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, honestly, whoever, if you're listening to this and you're running any kind of forum online, don't be an idiot. If, if somebody is actually saying stuff that should get them either thrown out or their post taken down or something right. like that, by all means do it. But if they're just asking for opinions... Right, well, because... Okay, so the whole idea was that they were afraid of spoilers. The show's been over for a while. Most people who were out there have seen all of it. I mean, especially on that particular page, people would talk about, like, this is my tenth time watching it. This is... Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I don't know. It was just it was just a weird circumstance. Like it was. I think then, it was a bad call. It put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah, and especially how the administrator is like, I can do whatever I want. It's like, wow. Right. I mean, and I had talking to another one of the admins on that page, and I really, you know, I thought he was a real cool guy. So it was just like this particular admin guy that. Um, yeah. Well, in a long run, you're just pushy, I guess. Yeah. Everybody knows me to be a kind of a easygoing type of person. Right. And for me to be like, you know what? I'm out. I know. <laughs> Takes You're a like, lot. Well, had a lot of fun with this while it lasted. <laughs> yeah. Because life's too short to be bitter and annoying online. Right. That's why we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, uh, we're going to take a different route on this episode because uh, Monique was the brainchild behind this one. So if you want to explain where we're going with this. Well, I just, I, I wanted to not only give the listeners you know reviews and and our thoughts on the actual episodes but our thoughts a little bit more in depth on the actual characters and so you know i figured every couple episodes or so we would do um a character spotlight character spotlight then also to like we talked about the novels the comic books right we'll go through like big bads maybe do an entire episode of listing our top eight big bads right and yeah we can go in order yeah um, rank who we liked yeah Yeah. but for this one we are going into a character spotlight mode and who are we hitting with our first character spotlight (laughs) (laughs) um we're going we 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 chose because we thought it would be fun to do so um vincent masuka yeah he's kind of an easy one uh not overly complicated not (sighs) no he's obviously a big part of the show but he's not a huge part of the show yeah and also too in the books he wasn't too big of a role either but i did have one theory that came up towards i think it was second season of dexter and Mm -hmm. i'll go into it right now so it was about season two if i remember correctly when this idea popped in my head that maybe vince is kind of like dexter he has his dark passenger he he is not exactly what he seems. Masuka? Yeah, I was weird. I'm weird. <laughs> I think you overthink things. I overthink things a lot because it was just the idea of maybe he's somebody like right under his nose. And that and that was about the same time. You know the show Criminal Minds? Mm-hmm. 
uh, Manny Patinkin, how he left. Yes, I, I liked him. I always wanted him to come back to Criminal Minds as a serial killer. Oh, just because he was so in tune with everybody. Yeah. As far as like a profiler. Yeah, so he'd be the best, like the most challenging thing that for them to profile is somebody that used to be them. That would be crazy. And that was just probably the same reason I thought Masuka would be a killer too. <laughs> <laughs> but as we discuss more during this episode, Masuka's Masuka. <laughs> he really is. And, like, and like how with anything, the best place to start is the creation of Masuka, and that's the books. And his first, uh, I guess, experience in the world of the Dexter novels is in uh, Dearly Devoted Dexter, when um, Vince kind of becomes more of a centralized character during Dexter's engagement and everything. He says, I'm going to throw you the best bachelor party ever. <laughs> yeah. But also, too, during that time, during that book... Dexter was being chased down by a guy known as Skinner. Not the Skinner that we saw in the TV series. It was a Skinner from Dokes' past. Not to spoil that, but... Oh, wow. Yeah, how Dokes has his uh, Black Ops type deal and everything. Right. This Skinner was going back through Dokes' the the whole crew that Dokes was a part of, and this guy was part of Dokes' crew. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert! <laughs> but... I will say this, the second book of the Dexter series is my all-time favorite book of the series so far. But um, during that time, Dokes and Dexter had to team up on this, but during that time, too, Masuka wanted to throw him a bachelor party, so at one point, Dexter thought he was being followed, and he gets jumped, bag over his head, thrown in a trunk and everything, only to have it to be Masuka. And then <laughs> Dexter pops him square in the face. <laughs> but also during that time too, they they discussed that Masuka is kind of a kindred spirit towards Dexter, at least in Dexter's eyes. So did he kind of have the same theory as you did that he had to hide or that he was hiding something? I think Dexter thought that, but as we've seen with uh, Masuka during the TV series, and he's kind of the same way in the books, is just kind of like. He's Masuka. He's just kind of... I mean, he's socially awkward, I guess. Yeah, socially awkward, emotionally awkward. He's not awkward. really awkward as much as he says inappropriate things, which makes other people feel awkward. Well, that's kind of a social awkwardness, not having a filter. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, but he seems happy to not have a filter. I think... Yeah. Well, I, that's what we saw during the series. Right. But, uh... Well, I mean, yeah, because I, I haven't gotten into the comics or the books yet. Like, I'll be... Funny enough, that'll be like firsthand. Um... Yeah, um, as as it stands right now, Masuka is not even part of the comic books. Oh, okay. But there's only been two runs of the comic books where what, the first run was kind of a basic Dexter storyline at his high school reunion, taking it a little bit more in depth than the actual episodes of the high school reunion. Gotcha. When we cross that bridge, and then the second series was Dexter in Australia, which was a really interesting run. Which when we cross that bridge. You'll, you'll understand what I'm talking right. about. Right. I mean, that sounds... They had to have a reason why they put him there. Uh, to let you guys know and to let you in on it, he wrote a book about blood splatter anal- analyzing. Oh, okay. And there's a police uh, department down in Australia that one of the lead detectives was reading that book and there was a bunch of murders going on. She's like, bring him here. He'll be the best one to figure this out. Gotcha. And that 
That was the whole reason he went out there. Yeah. Well, it was kind of by forced to by Deb because they're going to pay for everything, and Deb's like, "You're an idiot if you don't go." <laughs> <laughs> this is a free vacation. Of course, of course, she looked at it that way. Yeah, but um, with Masuka, it kind of even is stated that, like you said, uh, Dexter felt like he was a kindred spirit and pretending to be human. But as more time goes on, and even during the time of the bachelor party and everything, and how Dexter chooses him, Masuka, to be his best man, it, it just shows that Masuka is just kind of one of those people that just is, like, most people may go to 10, he goes to 11, because <laughs> during the planning of the wedding and everything, he basically forces, like, this high, high-level caterer onto Dexter. Because he wanted the best for He wanted them. the best for the wedding. He wanted everything to be perfect for the wedding. Yeah, he's pretty intense. Yeah, pretty much. And that's kind of the gestation of uh, Masuka in the books. Well, I mean, I know that he's a lovable character. Yeah. But shocker. Like, he's, he, he, he's kind of annoying. Like, I don't understand... I don't know. Maybe this is going to come out wrong, but maybe I just don't understand that sort of social awkwardness. I guess if that's what we're going to call it. I yeah. just think that he's abrupt and abrasive and he always wants to have the punchline and that's... A comic foil. Basically. Right. Yeah, and that in comparing the books to the series, um, even like how we talked about in the past already where the Dexter from the book is 180 to the series because... Dexter wants to try to be normal in the series, but Dexter in the book is just trying to make it day-to-day right? without being figured out. right? And it's almost in the same vein as Masuka in the books compared to this TV series. The TV series, he was the comic foil. He was the office clown. the right. Just the guy that would come up with inappropriate comments, and very, very rarely we'd see him like show his compassion side, his human side. But we did see a couple of times, which we'll discuss in a few. Right. But then in the books, it's just kind of like, he's there. He's um, the character that he is. He's one of Dexter's quote-unquote friends in the office. So Well, right, because, I mean, he is a nice guy. It's not yeah. like I don't think that. And he was always really good as like good to Dexter. Yeah. You know, they never really had any problems. Yeah, because... Masuka, the character Masuka is just kind of that guy that just is that person that wants to go bowling with everybody, wants to go to have drinks, and then... Do you think because he... Okay, so we all know that he's, like, sexually crazy. Oh, yeah. So do you think because he lives such, like, a crazy life behind doors... Well, most of it's behind doors. Yeah. But do you think it's because he lives such a crazy life that he just doesn't judge anybody else? That could be it. That could be exactly it. He probably wouldn't want to be in the crosshairs of somebody else judging him so why would he have to look at Dexter like dude you're kind of a quiet person what's well I mean yeah cause I mean Deb with the way that she speaks somebody could judge her yeah Dexter being the way that he is could be judged and he does he likes both of them a lot yeah so and it could be the whole fact that Masuka knows their lineage with uh oh, their dad true. and he's just like it's Dexter and Deb but yeah, they're just automatically family. Yeah. It's just like, these guys come from a good bloodline, so I know if I stay good with them, then I'm going to be in tight. But I think we probably should go ahead and move on a little bit past this, because honestly, like we said, the Masuka in the books 
isn't exactly the, the like the Masuka we see on TV. Right. Because, well, one, it's a book. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't see him yeah. on TV. You see, you see his words. <laughs> but um, I guess the best way to lead into talking about the series Masuka is talking about the actor C.S. Lee. And honestly, we looked on couple sites to just kind of learn more about them and everything right. and wikipedia kind of put it the best way if uh, you want to give them that yeah rundown. okay so it says his name is charles s quote charlie lee uh korean american actor he is perhaps best known for playing a sex obsessed forensic analysis of vincent masuka on showtime drama dexter um and that's it yeah, <laughs> kind of short to the point, which kind of doesn't help. The it's like if he anytime he reads that, he's probably like, I've done more. Right. I mean, and this is basically saying, Hey, did you 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 see Dexter? Yeah, yeah, I saw Dexter. You know who Masuka is? Yeah, I know who Masuka is. Well, that's that guy. Yeah, and it's also too like as much as Masuka was uh, off color. <laughs> off color. Yeah. He wasn't sex obsessed. <laughs> I think it was more just like we said. He, he's lived a colorful life, right? So when stuff comes up, like um, I forget which season it was, where they find the two bodies in the alley, or maybe it was a warehouse. I'm kind of no, because you're you're right. There was there was. There was a... It was a crime scene. It, I believe it was something Dexter... He had somebody wrapped in saran wrap. Yeah. And then he had another body of somebody. And that was about to catch him, I think. I think it was the Lumen season. Yeah, you know what? The um, chase. I think the it was chase. motivational speaker. But we'll leave it at that for right now, because right now we're kind of looking at C.S. Lee outside of Masuka. Right. And with that lovely Wikipedia description... And that make anybody go. Um, I think he's done more than that. We'll, we'll jump to IMDb, IMDb and kind of give you a quick rundown of what he has done. He's he's going to be on an upcoming series with Patrick Stewart called Blunt Talk. He's going to be on True Detective. He's been on Franklin and Bash, Blue Bloods, uh, Unforgettable. He's done a lot of uh, short film work. He's done video games. Outside of like, the Dexter video games. So, like, voices for video games? Yeah, I'm uh, looking at it right now. Grand Theft Auto is a prominent one. Very cool. And he's done a lot of TV series work where he just kind of plays just those one-off episodes where he's been on Monk, Chuck, The Unit, The Sopranos, Law & Order. As the As World, the world Turns. turns. <laughs> that, that's an interesting pick out of there. That was pretty cool. The old uh, Tom Cavernaugh show, Ed. <laughs> All those oh years goodness. ago. Tom Cavernaugh currently playing Reverse Flash on The Flash. Reverse? Yeah. <laughs> is Reverse Flash slow? No, he's uh, yellow and black. Oh. Still Does he run fast. backwards? Yeah. He runs backwards. Yeah. It, it's an interesting thing. Like, Flash has always been a favorite character of mine, but I never really dive deep into the mythos. <laughs> yeah, that's I weird. need to. <laughs> because <laughs> everything about it is just weird. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> But back, he's also been on Guiding Light. He's been he's done some soap work. Yeah, he's done a lot. <laughs> and that kind of shows that he's more than a sex obsessed uh, forensic guy. Analysis. Uh, yeah. Analyst. 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 <laughs> he likes forensic. Okay, so enough of the stuff that I know a little bit about, and we'll get into the stuff that I know more about. Well, didn't that Wikipedia 
entry about C.S. Lee help you out a lot? <laughs> I already knew that. <laughs> it was a perv. <laughs> Everybody already knew that. No, but we're going to get into the series Masuka now. Yeah. So The important stuff. The stuff that non-readers like. Exactly. The that stuff was that's totally <laughs> insulting. <laughs> I like the series. I didn't, I didn't even know there was books. I'm the non-readers. He's the readers. So we try to represent both sides. Well, look who you're talking to here. <laughs> I'm the loosest definition of a reader. <laughs> if I can't read it in the bathroom, then <laughs> I don't read it. Typical man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um... I guess, um, where, where would you think the best place to start with? Well, we've already covered Masuka in the office, really. We all know that he's awkward and he makes inappropriate jokes. Yeah. Loves Deborah. Yeah. Loves her. Um, all-around good guy. So, the next big thing would be when he picks up all of his interns. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, before we roll into this, um, I have a bone to pick with the, whoever ran that Misuka's interns game on Facebook. When was it? It was during, I believe, it was season six, where okay. the interns were going through, and they did this trivia thing every week after the episode was done. You go on, you answer oh. questions, get points, and whoever got the highest points, was chosen as Masuka's intern for the week. And you get your name on the t- on, t- on the TV like, I'm a freaking 80-year-old man. <laughs> His smucker's birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to Josh Gilmore. You're Masuka's intern. <laughs> you people now know my last name. <laughs> but um, there was one week where I, I rocked it. I knew I had it. And I even saw that score sheet afterwards where I was like, yes, okay, good. Honey. That's so cool. Then there was a glitch or something because they threw out all the results. What? And, yeah, I never played the game after that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I was so pissed because I was rocking that freaking quiz. That's and, terrible. And it wasn't a quiz of the episode. It was quiz throughout the world of Dexter. And I just had it perfect and boom, it was gone. But let's talk about a little bit better thing of uh, <laughs> Masuka's real interns, not the wannabes like me. You would have been a real intern. Dexter's show would have told you. Yeah. Maybe you would get like a badge and a certificate or something. Or a laminate. Yeah, that's cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it worse. I could have had a laminate. <laughs> I'll make you one. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Masuka decide, or he starts teaching a bunch of... Uh, he has a group of them. He yeah. starts teaching a group of like the forensic science kids. Yeah. Um... And then... Uh, yeah, he picks, like, one specific intern just kind of to shadow him in the office and everything. Right. To help him with the, the day-to-day. And, of course, Masuka being Masuka, he picks the very cute, very bubbly, hot... hot blonde. Blonde girl. <laughs> Who was played by Brie... Grant. Brie Grant from Heroes. But she was known as Ryan Chambers on Dexter. Yeah, so she becomes his intern, and then... Right, Chamber sounds like a soap opera name. Really? <laughs> or... I thought it was a guy. Well, I mean, I know that seems lame. But... Yeah. Well, it, well, either or, Ryan Chamber sounds like a soap opera name. Yeah. But anywho, she was hot, and Masuka was, like, cool. <laughs> yeah, so, um... I would do the Masuka laugh if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could, but I'm not... We're not gonna torture you with that. That would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... She ends up being kind of crazy, and yeah. she's um, 
well, she's obviously a forensic student, so she wanted to be there, but she takes an opportunity while she's in Met uh, Miami Metro. She ends up stealing the ice truck killer's ma uh, mannequin hand. Yeah, the one where it's paint the nails are painted different colors. All the different yeah. colors, yeah. Found and throws it onto their variation of eBay, since eBay didn't let them. <laughs> B-Bay. I, I think, yeah, I think it was a B-Bay or something. <laughs> it was some really, like, half-ass name, like, really? Kind of think of, <laughs> couldn't take, like, five more minutes. <laughs> it's like Denny's wouldn't let you know, be in it, so they called it Benny's instead. Yeah. yeah. So she ends up taking it and then uh, selling it online, which she ends up finding out and then firing her. Yeah. You know. Um, but that leads to the next intern because he was the one that ended up buying it and getting right. it back to Masuka, quote unquote, to help him out. Right. And his name is Lewis Green. Yeah, that's psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ends up, I, you know. I wasn't really into the whole Masuka intern thing. It was it was cool, but it just seemed very like C D line, I guess. Yeah, well that that was Masuka throughout the entire series though, was that kind of underlining storyline. Right. He was the additional cast and then like with it bringing in Lewis and everything and as we'll as we go through the seasons and everything, when we get to season six with Lewis's storyline and everything, it was a good start to it. Are but we not doing spoilers on this one? Oh, no, I'm about to say it. Oh, okay, yeah. I, just, I wasn't sure. Yeah, uh, where he makes his video game, shows it to Dexter, and Dexter's like, you're in that case. No, this is not right. Right. So that blows a fuse in Lewis's head. Because he's a delicate artist, man. Yeah, he, you got to nurture that crap. <laughs> but um, this leads to him basically threatening Dexter, but leading also to, to the very quick and early demise of Lewis on his boat on Dexter's boat by the Russian mob right which when that happened I cannot it, wait to talk about that guy that one was an interesting one I can't wait to talk about him either <laughs> but um yeah but that whole thing where it's just like oh I'm gonna get you Dexter and then, then the following week he's in the water <laughs> well it's just I mean he played it out like he knew who Dexter was he yeah. knew you know everything about him and then I don't know why he thought he would be any sort of competition for you know he well, they, they let it build to that because I'm sitting there going like, ooh, this could be really freaking good. Right. And then boom, he's gone. He just ended up some dumb video gaming kid. Or some... <laughs> Gamer <guess>. geek. Gamer <laughs> geek. Yeah, but that's season six talk. This is Masuka talk. <laughs> right. So Masuka picks um, bad interns and yeah. he picks crazy women. Yes. And then... <laughs> and then uh, we're jumping back now to season three where he uh, was a published... He had a paper published in a forensic magazine where it led to him giving... I think it was a seminar or a lecture. It was a lecture. He was just going to talk about... Uh, His paper and the ideas and everything from it. But as we learned from this sequence of episodes from season three... Not a lot of people take him seriously in the office, but... Well, how could you? Yes, that's very true, but having something like that happen to a co-worker, you should be able to go, holy crap, man, that's that's freaking awesome. Right. But, of course, no one does because it's Masuka. He's the goof-off and everything, so, yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll go to your seminar and make some penis right. jokes or something. So, they, so everybody kind of made light of... Not light of the fact that he was being honored and that he got published, but just made light of the fact that forensics is boring and nobody why would anybody want to hear about that yeah and of course it was masuka so they you know they just brushed it off as a joke and right they just joked it off made it light and then kept going but i'm gonna say them 
Masuka wanted to take this seriously, and he wanted his friends there. He wanted to be recognized for this because, hey, you work hard at something, it's good to be right. like, hey, good job. So this kind of turns him inside out, and we lose the joking goof-off Masuka for a couple of episodes, which was like, no! It was really weird. Yeah, it's like that with any kind of show. It's like, if I remember MASH correctly, there was a couple of episodes where Hawkeye had to be all straight laced and stuff because he wanted to show that he was serious. No! <laughs> it, you're, you're, you're the comedic person for a reason. I mean, but it's his fault. What, what do you expect when you don't act professional? How could you expect people to take you in a professional manner? That's true. So, you know, I I get having your feelings hurt, but when you're the one who's causing it, if you always joke, people are just going to assume everything's a joke and that you're never upset about anything. But also, too, this kind of leads towards him realizing that they do care about him, though, too. Right. Because it was uh, there was an outside investigation going on where they were just trouncing the forensic about it, and they're telling Masuka, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you don't know what you're talking about. But this leads to Deb, Quinn, basically everybody stepping up and just basically telling him, like, Masuka knows his stuff. Right. And he does. And I they he does have everybody's respect. Um... He has everybody's respect yeah. for what he can accomplish, the fact that he's, you know, he's good at his job. They just didn't know that he had feelings under, that he was, yeah. like, multi-leveled. Yeah. They didn't know he was a person. He doesn't act like a person. Yeah, it's kind of to take the line from Shrek. He acts like a he, teenager. <laughs> there's layers. There is like an onion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to move from that to the next uh, kind of key point of Masuka's, I guess, evolution throughout the series is season four when Dexter's off having Thanksgiving with the Trinity Killers family <laughs> which was an insane episode on its own <laughs> I will keep my opinion to myself <laughs> hey we got season four coming <laughs> yeah, I'm excited yeah season four is going to be an awesome series of episodes for us um, we get Rita having Thanksgiving dinner at home and her next door neighbors there and everything and Masuka's there too Right, because they've moved into the new house, into the suburbs now. Yeah. Neighbor's wife has, like, left him, and he's got a kid. And yeah. the kid and uh, Aster and Cody play, like, in the morning before school, and so everything's all friendly, and Dexter works late nights, and so on and, and so forth. And is off stuff, so right. this leads to the neighbor going, Hey, you're alone, I'm alone. You're pretty. Um, let me be inappropriate around you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but... He ends up cooking his turkey in her oven. But yeah, no, his she oven. cooks her turkey in his oven. Yeah, something's getting stuffed. <laughs> My God. But, <laughs> sorry, this isn't nowhere. That was great. No, but, I, um, I dig it. As they're over at the next door neighbor's house with the turkey and everything, the neighbor makes a pass at Rita kissing her. This is where Mizuka sees this. Right, because I think he was going to tell her like he was going to leave. Or something like I, that. I don't think he was getting ready to leave. I think he was just kind of just checking in just to make sure everything was okay. Gotcha. If I remember correctly. You're probably right. Yeah. Hey, we need to do research. I know. But. <laughs> we will We will cover the exact details of how this laid out when we watch the episode again. Yeah. And then do the review. Yeah, exactly. But for right now, this is just a general discussion. He sees the kiss, but in, he goes back to dinner and kind of just says they're going, um, 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 um. <laughs> And now he's got to tell Dexter. Yeah, he doesn't want Dexter to kill the messenger. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you yeah. never know. But Dexter in that type of situation was kind of like, okay. And 
took care of it on his own because he did have a conversation with the neighbor later. Oh, he punched him. Talk, punch. <laughs> conversation. Point got her. Words, words were exchanged. Everything's understood now. Yeah. So, but that kind of showed a lot on Masuka's side. What you kind of see throughout the entire series with getting Dexter into the bowl until you bleed crew, partying and everything, and just kind of like he he likes to see his office family happy. Right. Well, Masuga's by himself. Yeah. I mean, that's not that's something we haven't touched on yet, but he, which actually would probably will, right now. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, leading into season eight, he's basically by himself. He's having one night stands and just no family. Being yeah. Masuka, he finally gets family. <laughs> In the form of a, a sperm donating daughter. <laughs> she didn't donate the sperm. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I said it that way on purpose. <laughs> I'm just checking. Okay, but yeah. At first, when she first comes to the office, and I remember the the scene perfectly, too, because he kind of was like, ooh, hey, who's this? Because he's Masuka. Yeah, it's Masuka. <laughs> you you got to love his horribles. <laughs> but then it leads into him finding out, oh, oh crap, this is my daughter? <laughs> yeah, that was... Oh, my gosh. I mean, I guess it's the last season, so they decided that they had to give him a round ending. Yeah. In a roundabout way, it's a good way that they did it that way. Because they could have had him go, well, I'll settle down with a wife and have a daughter or something. Right. Or, like I said earlier, he's a complete psycho and he's a killer that's been under Dexter's nose the entire time. Probably would have been better than how they ended the series. Yeah, that's true. We what if Masuka get... ended up kidnapping Deb? You know? Oh, like that would have been psychotic. Then, that would have been crazy. People would have been like, people would have been pissed, but I think also too, they've been like, we need to write it the offshoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to get deliberately Dexter fan fiction coming soon. Yay! <laughs> but um, they could have gone a million different ways. And honestly, having a daughter from the past, from a past sperm donation. Yeah, that you did in college. Yeah. 18 years later. And then have her looking for for him is kind of like, okay. Yeah. I mean,. It was okay. I liked it. It was and a sitcom type thing. Right. I liked the I liked the girl. I thought she was pretty cool. Yeah, and also, too, she started working with him in the office because she was going to school for that type of stuff. She was doing forensic studies and everything. And at first, they kind of did the whole thing of, oh, she's just showing up to get money from him. And they have that stupid moment of him going, calling her out on it. Well, yeah, because... Um... He didn't call her out on it necessarily as much as he had gone to Deb because she was now working as the the Private PI. Yeah. Um, and so he goes to her and says, "Hey, this is my daughter. Her name is Nikki Walters. Uh, Walters, obviously being the mom's name. Yeah. Um, can you? What can you find on her? And I think she had some student loans and stuff like that, but nothing too big. Yeah, nothing like well tickets or whatever. Because he's so bad at stuff." And well, he's such a closed-off person, and it's just like, you have somebody like this come into your life, you're kind of like, wait, well, I can't have a good thing like this. Right. I mean, in the nicest way Sounds possible... Sounds like me some days. Oh, what? Crap. In the nicest way possible, he hands her a check for like five grand, I think yeah. it was, and that was to pay off... He goes, well, um, I know you need it, or something like that. And she was... I don't know, she was offended by it. Yeah. Which, you know, she should have been. Well, yeah, because... He honestly was just assuming what was going on. Right. 
And she was just well, like, no, I like, just she, wanted my dad. Right. Well, she had kind of played, a, not played, she had given him like a weird signal when they had gone to get lunch from the lunch truck. Yeah. And she was like, hey, I forgot my purse. Can you get it? And I'll get it next time. And to any guy, any guy, any girl says that, they're like, oh, nice. Yeah. If a guy said that to a girl, they'd be like, you want to be here for my money. Yeah, you're you're looking for one thing and it ain't me. So it may have just been like a misunderstanding. That. And to, I guess, wrap this whole thing up, our first character analysis of uh, Dexter character... <laughs> can't say character one more time character uh, character uh i think it was a good choice to go with masuka first because at first we kind of thought eh, he's just kind of one dimensional character absolutely i was just thinking that and then the more we talked about it we just kept on like unraveling all these things about him yeah i mean minus the fact that he's perverted yeah thanks wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of uh, levels towards masuka he's not just that one off-note character in the office that makes penis jokes or hits on Deb or has a weird-looking tattoo on his back or... <laughs> and I remember that episode. I forgot about yeah, that. But that's hopefully what we'll learn more and more throughout these character analysis episodes of Deliberately Dexter. So I guess for that, this has been Josh. This is Monique. And we'll see you on the next chapter. <laughs>